This is our Pacific Northwest music. We're going to be talking to local musicians and bands, talking about their passions and why they play such awesome music. Why would I ever want to miss this? Find us on Instagram or Facebook, Our PNW Music, or our website, ourpnwmusic.com. Skagit Valley, you don't want to miss this. All right, here we are with Zach Michaud. Hello. And uh, hey, it's Michaud, right? Michaud? Michaud. Yes. Michaud, yeah, yeah. See? I learned that a long time ago. See, you probably don't know, but I know Zach from way back. Um, yeah. You know, the, the, the original Birdstocks. And oh, uh, Zach, okay. Zach used to open up for the original Birdstocks, and I had to learn his name because I was the announcer back then. Oh. And uh, yeah, and it was like it took me a while. But, well, I'm yeah. glad you you started that <laughs> off because I was not quite sure. You were gonna you were gonna hammer it. I was huh? gonna totally ruin it. <laughs> well, uh, you know, let's start out There's a little a bit. Rule yeah. of me, <laughs> Birdstock. Uh oh, what rule is? <laughs> well, let's hear the rule. Oh, uh, well, uh, so I believe it was. I don't know if it was the first bird stock, could have been the second. It was my first bird stock. But no one told me I couldn't cuss. So oh. I played Tenacious D's. Can I cuss here? Yeah, I yes. believe it. Yeah. Okay. So I played Tenacious D's gently. And it was like 1230 in the afternoon. <laughs> and, um, you know, so like no one told me, though, the fire department loved it. Well, of course I'm going to have did. to say. Well, I'm guessing that most um, of But just like Chris was not as happy as everybody else. Yeah, but they invited you back. Uh, but oh, I yeah. went back several times. Um, right. On. Well, hey, let, let's kind of go back a little ways. then. Okay. Um, you know, how would people in kind of Skagit County, Whatcom County, where have they maybe seen you play? Because, I mean, we just mentioned Birdstock. I know you. that's not the only place you've played before. Oh, yeah. So, um, oh, well, all over, really. Um, so, for local spots, I uh, may have been seen at the Dog House when that was open in Mount Vernon. Um, let's see, Shakedown up in Bellingham. I mean, I've kind of been all over, uh, play a lot down in the Seattle area. Uh, thinking of places, though, is tougher. Uh, but, like, name a festival that's local and whatnot, and I've probably been there for at least once or twice. Southside Social and Bar Dance, shout out. Um, <laughs> Wilderfest is one that I used to perform at every year and run sound for. That's a cool festival. Um, yeah, so, I mean, uh, you know, I've been around. Uh, now, are you talking solo or, or with uh, your bands? Or So, a uh, little bit of everything. I've always kind of kept the singer-songwriter thing going because it's easy enough to just show up somewhere and just bring a guitar and start playing but then as well with my band the rainy day devils that was like when i wanted to get my experimental rock side out nice. and uh <laughs> it was always uh, trying to explain genres and it was it's just always kind of tough i it's like because i either want to really simplify it like when it's like rainy day devils oh it's a rock band and then there are people are like well what kind and it's just like Oh, well, you know, like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Do you like ween? And then if they answer no, it's like, or I don't know ween. It's like, ah, oh, you just not You probably won't get it then. <laughs> it's okay, though, because I don't get it either. And that's why I have a hard time explaining genres. Like, I, I think it's funny because a lot of times since I dress very Western, people always assume I'm a country singer. Which I do have country in my repertoire and a few songs that have that country feel to it, but I mean, I wouldn't like throw that in my expertise or anything. Where's that style come from then, dress wise? Um, well, 
like, you know, growing up, Willie Whalen and the boys, all them just listening was always fun. But then uh, 2013, I was uh, I hired on to play with this country singer, Jesse Taylor, um, who had just released an album and was like torn to push it and stuff and did some big, pretty big things. Uh, played like the Festival of the River uh, that type stuff and uh yeah so i mean there we and we did, we did some hard touring uh with with him uh it was basically the funny thing too it was a, it was the band rainy day devils which were at the time kind of like a power sludge kind of like a melvin's mud honey thing going at the time just no big deal but like um and it was just funny because then we get this call the drummer our drummer bryce does and then it's jesse and he's like hey I just finished this album in Nashville. I need a band to like tour with it. Do you know a band? And he's like, yeah. So we all look at each other being like, should we play country? And then he starts mentioning what the gigs band. We're like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so then it was always funny because uh, Jesse was a good sport. We'd be like touring through Wyoming and Montana and Idaho and uh, usually three, four hour shows. But he'd always give us like 45 minutes to just kind of get the lead out if you will and whatnot so it's funny i felt bad for him because sometimes we totally kill the gig just because like it's definitely like the garth brooks type crowd there to like do the rodeo show and then like we get yelled at for sounding like clutch for 20 minutes i mean it's ridiculous but uh no it's good times i mean and that's where it came from too and just uh you know it's like also nowadays if you're seen with an acoustic and just like chugging chugging chords and singing songs, people just think you're country. There's people there who listen to rock bands and they're like, oh, that's country, isn't it? It's like, oh, not every, okay, never mind. Just not going to. Maybe this is why I don't have friends. Well, well, explain, I just think it's funny on your Facebook page that what you have down for genre. Oh, uh. Oh, the hot, freshly baked folk and blues. Blues, uh-huh. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm trying to kind of put a play on words. It's kind of about baked goods because I have a love for them, just any. Uh, I was about to say donuts, but are donuts baked? They're not technically a baked fried. good because fried, they're fried, yeah. right? So never mind. I don't have a love for baked goods. I love donuts. Um, <laughs> you have to change that. So, yeah, I don't want to be caught on record saying the wrong thing. Um, today, I mean, tomorrow <laughs> I might be in a different mood. So, um, no, but so it was just like at the time, uh, I was just trying to make a stoner joke, uh, <laughs> on my Facebook page. So people would know that I'm not like, you know, I'm trying to be a serious artist in life. No, not, I'm not, I'm not like I'm trying to be an artist. Not, it's funny too. Cause I always laugh at that. It's like, uh, I've always just like growing up. It's like, especially from very young, I just knew I wanted to be a musician and a performer. And because uh, maybe I didn't get enough attention as a child. I don't know. But um, no. Um, but um, so, yeah, hot, hot, freshly baked folk. Um, you know, it's hot like fire. Um, but and it's fresh. It's, it's new. It's fresh and new, but not really because, I mean, <laughs> it's folk. And blues, which both have been around for a while uh, in my research. And um, and but then, uh, yeah, and it's baked because I made it and I'm pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it explains you perfectly because you do have folk, you know, blues vibes and you're funny. And I'm a sucker for 
music uh, with a sense of humor, which is totally what I see when I watch your live streams. You've got a live stream thing that you do, uh, the squeaky chair sessions. Uh, the squeaky chair sessions. They're and usually Friday nights uh, <laughs> live from my home. The video quality is not always the greatest, and neither is the song material or the host. <laughs> but it's a good way to waste an hour on a Friday night, sometimes 40 <laughs> minutes. He's really lazy. Um, well, hey, Zach, uh, yeah. speaking of not so good, I wanted to get into one of your first songs. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yes. Just kidding, just kidding. Uh, yes. Let's talk about the song Stay, and I, you got your guitar in your hand, you're ready to play. Oh, uh, uh, talk about it a little bit first, and then just kind of go into it. So, uh, Stay, it's on my album, Toothaches and Heartbreaks, available on Spotify and www.zachmichaud.com for the download, because uh, people don't buy CDs anymore, it's weird. Anyway, so this song is, I think it's the second song on the album, I don't know what my track list is anymore, um, but uh, this song is, uh, it's about a feller who met a gal, and, uh, and this is kind of just like a kind of falling apart, but hopeful falling apart song. And, uh, you know, it's just like boy meets girl, boy falls in love. And, uh, uh, you know, it's kind of just that same old <laughs> told a million times story. I can go wherever I want. to one town and I can sing your love songs all night long and you don't have to be around and lately I have been a fool brought upon myself a bit of shame But as in life, babe, love has no simple rules And I only got myself to blame But if you let it go It'll be okay And if I let you go Since, darling, you came into my world Well, you're the greatest thing since six strings and the automobile And I have always got your back If you need a hand or just a lift and I can get you home before the sun it rises Hold on, babe, I got a shift And if you let it go It'll be okay 
let you go Would you stay Anyway That was great. We're back here with Zach Michelle. We're actually, um, we're not in studio right now at KMRE. We're actually at Skagit River Produce. They are closed right now, but uh, Tori here has been nice enough to come and let us use his porch outside. So Zach, yes. awesome. Uh, let's, start, let's start from the beginning then. You talked about uh, listening to uh, some country music when you were growing up a little bit. What else did you listen to? Oh, uh, New Kids on the Block. Oh, okay. Um, I just absolutely love Tiffany, Cindy Lauper. <laughs> um, I'm not sure whether you're joking or not. You had an older sister? <laughs> I mean, uh, I do. I have a couple older sisters, but they're older by like 30, 32, 33 years. Um, so it's a long story. That's a longer story. We'd have to do a longer podcast. Okay. And, uh, uh, also, I don't know how much my family wants me to tell the whole family story, but I will right now since we've got the time. Um, no, so, uh, so no, uh, other than new kids on the block, I mean, everybody listened to new kids on the block at a point because they were forced to kind of like hammer time. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't want to talk trash about MC Hammer because I've heard some crazy stories about him and I plan on going to the Bay Area at some point. So (laughs) I want to keep myself safe. Um, but, uh, uh, so, you know, just a lot of classic rock, uh, Dylan, the dead, uh, Sam Cooke, Nat King Cole, just, uh, Paul Simon, but not really Simon and Garfunkel. Mm-hmm. Like, my dad was not a Garfunkel fan. I don't know what he had against him. It could have been a personal thing with how, like, he'd treat it. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah. And let's see, the Eagles. So, like, that line in the Big Lebowski. 
like about him hating the Eagles kind of hurt my feelings at the time. Mind but you. it's okay because, uh, you know, I mean, he, sh- he should just take it easy is all I'm saying. <laughs> that movie was perfect that, except for yeah. that one line. <laughs> um, but, no, I mean, and then, you know, Guns N' Roses. I love Ween. Um, Frank Zappa. <laughs> uh, Fish. Even though that's kind of a weird thing to admit now, that's like almost admitting you like Dave Matthews Band. But like their albums, not the live shows. It's like, oh, I really enjoy the albums. It's like, who are you? Um, Which is funny story. So a drummer from Rainy Day Devils, he also does a one-man band, Steel Beans. It's an amazing show. Uh, He also does full band stuff, and they're great too. They've got this really new age, Queens of the Stone Age vibe thing going. That's really rad. But uh, I remember one time he was working for this moving company and this house he worked for, he ended up scoring a signed album plaque of Dave Matthews. <laughs> and the only reason he took it was he was like giving it, he wanted to give it to me because he just assumed since I did the singer songwriter thing that I was a huge Dave Matthews <laughs> fan. And I'm not. I, I, I enjoy some of his material and like I won't, you know, they're all talented musicians and stuff, but it's not like my exact cup of tea. Speaking more cup of teas, like Towns Van Zandt, gotta throw him in there because not enough people talk about him in life. And uh, uh, Todd Snyder, of course, he's like for, for modern day folk singers, there's none finer. La, la Grandpa, John Prine. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, I miss You him. seem like somebody would know uh, Dave Van Ronk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love the story where it's supposed of, supposedly, um, I believe Dylan stole Don't Think Twice It's All Right from Dave Van Rock. And with how they're both storytellers, I'm not going to believe either of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, well, that's, when did you start picking up playing guitar? Was that your first uh, interest, instrument? Or? No, my first instrument was, um, my first instrument was flute. And that was funny, because it was like band time in school, and uh, I really wanted to play the trombone. And it was like, bring home the piece of paper, and you list like your top three in case you don't get picked the instrument you want or whatever. The band director just wants to be a jerk. And... And I had written, like, trombone, trumpet, saxophone, because I had my order of, like, what part of the funk band I wanted to be in. (laughs) And it was funny, because my dad looked at it, and then he grabbed the paper, and he just did some writing on it, like he would. And he had really good handwriting, too. Um, But he had crossed out everything and wrote flute, flute, flute only. And that's what I had to return. Because my dad, I guess, had already bought a flute. <laughs> and so um, he was just, you know, banking on that. And when it didn't turn out in his favor, he was like, ooh, I'm still authoritarian. Here we go. Um, so, you know, it's cool. Uh, that was my first instrument. I did that for a while. I got made fun of a lot. Fourth grade, it was rough. Um, you know, if I had known more about maybe Jethro Tull, I would have been like more apt to just stick with it. But I didn't, you know, because I wanted kids to talk to me and stuff. So, uh, which looking back at it now, waste of time, you know, I mean, what do kids know? Good choice. Right. That's all I'm saying. Even though, I mean, they are the future. (laughs) Yeah. For now. For now. Are you quoting Whitney Houston now? (laughs) Huh? Oh, is that Whitney? (laughs) I guess I'm just pulling in those vibes. Um, Where was I, though? I now lost my point. Um, 
we're talking about yeah, the guitar um, itself. Yeah, guitar, uh, when, oh, you, when yeah. did you start the guitar? Oh, so uh, so that ended up moving. Okay, flute flute went into nothing for a while and then it was just like my parents had decided I was going to play keyboard because my brother Josh was playing bass and my brother JP was playing drums and they're like we're going to get you a keyboard and it was like the drive to the music store I guess I just had a smug look or just a pissy look or something because like they were just like do you even want a keyboard and I was like um no and then they're like well what do you want it's like guitar that's cool and so then i just ended up getting a guitar oh that's uh, good instead and i was around 11 at that point even though i look back now and i wish i just got good on keyboard first because you know you learn piano and then you can basically play whatever yeah so uh, kind of kicking myself for that but it's all right because like look where billy joel is now piano doesn't help anybody um <laughs> but where is he I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's up in a hundred dollar million dollar mansion somewhere. Oh man! (laughs) Um, But then, so yeah, started around eleven, and you know, just first get into it. It was more just like here and there, just would play with it and just kind of. But it was around, I don't know. I think it was like fifteen when I started to get really serious. Like I wanted to do something with it, and I that had partly to do. girls and parties started getting invited to parties and girls were really interested in me so i was like that's great so cliche answer but then uh just yeah no it's just digging the lifestyle uh, of that and then just ended up just really finding like some peace and comfort and then just got way more serious about it and then when i realized you could get paid for it it was like over it was like oh cool so you don't have to do anything else which messed up my high school years for a bit but like Oh, man. So my junior I had skipped school so much and kids stay in school. But, you know, if you're listening, <laughs> um, listen to me, but don't listen to me. So um, so but I used to. Yeah. Like so there was gr- these great little doorways from I went to school in upstate New York. Winters were nasty stuff. So every school had these like big doorways. That was kind of the mud area where you just tromp through before you actually got into the building. They also had amazing acoustics. So I'd just like skip class, wouldn't even leave the school. I'd just hide in one of the doorways and just like practice guitar for a while. And it was funny too, because uh, they're like chemistry teacher. I can't even remember his name anymore. Just can think of his face, but not his name. But it's funny because he'd like catch me occasionally and be like, aren't you supposed to be somewhere? And one time I looked at him being like, man, I'm exactly where I need to be. And he kind of just gave me the, oh, okay. And just walked off and it was like, there's, I can't believe that worked. There's a song right and there. And then I ended up getting a couple days detention, I believe. But <laughs> it wasn't like I was going to that either. Um, stay in school. I mean, you can't stay in school right now, but like pay attention to your computer. Stay at your computer <laughs> on Zoom. Oh, I don't want to tell people that either. Unless you're on ZachMichaud.com and then. Uh, maybe, not, kids, maybe kids shouldn't go there. Oh, no. I mean, all of my songs are, I believe, on that particular album, there is one song where I cuss. And that's the song I'm playing next. So we're good. Well, go ahead. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. So this next song is uh, kind of attached. That first song, Stay, that I played was like Boy Meets Girl. You know, stuff's going. It gets a little rocky at the end, but it's coming to that realization where if it doesn't work out, it will, you know, it'll be okay, and they can just, like, move on. And then, uh, so this leads into the next stage of things. And this was just inspired by uh, uh, 
So one time I heard the description of a person as a stalker with benefits. And I thought just like how ironic of a statement that is, oxymoron, if you will, because I mean, if you're like getting the <laughs> benefits that usually that when people are referring to something like that, it's like friends with benefit. And like if you're a stalker with benefits, I think that just means you're in a relationship because <laughs> all that is is you're just trying to figure out where a person is that you see on the regular. But anyway, uh, biblically, that is. Um, so that's where stalker with benefits came from. And uh, here we go. Before I get started, just to let you know, if you do like the sound of this, www.zachmanshow.com. Shameless plugs all the time, every day. I made toast. I'm going to plug my songs. And here we go. But you're thinking if you don't want to download a song, you can go to Spotify, type in Zach Michaud, and you will also find me, Toothaches and Heartbreaks. It's now available. Shameless plug number two. Still rings true. 
just my luck to love the hard headed woman like But if my guts are spilling out the hero, I'm the villain, cause I just can't let you go. Got you locked down in the basement, trapped you in an encasement, maybe let you out after the show. But now it's been a couple weeks and the house begins a reeking. Well, I think it's the smell of decay. Went down the stairs and you were gone. I guess you had moved along, but a more a metaphysical way. And I keep taking my time, singing my songs. my luck to love this hard-headed woman like you and go figure it's just my luck to love the hard-headed woman like you cause I keep taking my time singing my songs running my lines like a bottle upside the head the Just my luck to love the hard-headed woman like you. And go figure, it's just my luck to love the hard-headed woman like you. All right, this is Zach Michaud, and that was Stalker with Benefits. And, uh, yeah, I, and we're here, uh, obviously, here at the uh, Skagit River Produce Studio, uh, the porch here. And uh, it's a beautiful spot here in Skagit County. And uh, we kind of left off, Zach, we were talking about kind of your, your, you know, just kind of your beginnings of playing guitar and maybe even singing. What, when did you kind of find that um, moving towards almost like a stage performance? Um, well, that's a good question. I stumped. I stumped him. He's speechless. No, Does that no, ever no, no. I'm just trying to think of like the exact moment, you know, because it's like, I don't know. It's been some years, and I've put some chemicals and stuff in inside me that makes things harder to think about. Sure. Like age four? Nah, no clue. Don't ask. Don't know. Um, but like, you know, age seventeen, same thing. Um, so, no. Um. I don't know. It's just kind of once I started doing it. And, uh, oh, there's a sidewalk festival in a town I grew up in, Candagua, New York. Uh, kind of ritzy little suburbia town of Rochester. It's on a real nice lake, real pretty spot. Decent town. Like three stars. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, so, oh, they had a nice little sidewalk festival like any little town does. And they're not even Lil Town. But Probably I mean, not as cool as what they do here at the Skagit River Produce. Uh, n- nowhere near. Nowhere near. That's, no. that's what I'm going to say right now. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, and uh, gosh, I probably, at this time, was only probably like 13-ish. Uh, maybe 14. I had just brought my guitar down. 
Oh, I was definitely 14 because I was way closer to six foot than I was five foot at that point. So I think that's it. <laughs> um, but it was funny because I went and bought a chair to sat, sit down in and just one of your like fold out camper chairs. But I found it didn't have arms. What I didn't read is it said junior on it. So it was like little kid's chair. <laughs> and I mean, I was not like a huge like, you know, I mean, I was a teenager at that point. So. Uh, but like still bigger than junior size. And it was funny just sitting in such a lower chair, but I'd sat there and I, it was like my first experience with street performing or busking. And yeah, I made a decent amount of money, got all excited because I didn't really have to do much more than like play half-ass covers, which hasn't changed much. And um, yeah, just then that kind of got me into it. And oh, the first time I ever hit a stage was actually more like just experiences with doing like chorus in school and such was just always performing i always wanted to be a ham i always wanted to get laughs sometimes that'd get me kicked out of chorus for a while um but just because i was more talented than everybody i mean jeez. uh no that, that's that's you know there's a lot of pretty voices i just was prettier um was definitely was um whiskey and cigarettes and stuff that'll catch up to you real quick oh man um but and then yeah so it just turned into this thing where i couldn't turn it off and uh during like my rebellious stage which ended up lasting well into my 30s um yeah that was um just when i realized that i could just do it and and just like make a living off of it that kind of fired all cylinders to where it's like it's all i did um and a lot of that was just while traveling whether it be via train and the train didn't always know i was on it but i knew i was on it <laughs> and uh you know um sometimes it was amtrak though i mean and they knew i'd buy my tickets for amtrak uh, not for you burlington santa fe um <laughs> But, um, yeah, so... Is that how you ended up uh, on the West Coast then? Uh, I took uh, a Greyhound out to the West Coast, which uh, <laughs> is, you know, doing a full cross-country on the Greyhound is enough to write a book in itself sometimes. I won't, because I definitely don't. That's like, I'm going to take that back to age four. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember the Greyhound run. But, no, it's, you know, I uh, took a bus over. And it's funny because I had all these plans on getting a job on a fishing boat and then just taking, you know, doing the whole, like, go rapping of Mother Earth and all that, make some quick cash and then get my life more, a little more situated. Uh, got out here, failed the physical. It wasn't even for, like, a drug test or anything. It was I had a hernia that I didn't know about. They wouldn't let me on the boat. So I'm stuck in Seattle with, like, maybe 40 bucks to my name because I wasn't expecting to be in town longer than a couple of days and I was just going to take off and do whatever and just be a fisherman. And that, no. So I ended up stuck in town. I remember calling my folks and they were just like, hey, do you want us to send? And it's like, no, no, I'm, I'm here. It took four days on a bus to get out of here. I might as well just hang out and see what happens. And then I was going, uh, it was about 20 years old when this was going on. Um, and then I was going through Westlake in Seattle and I just noticed it's like the mall area and whatever and so people were out and about and I had walked through Pike Place but hadn't like saw someone playing and that had given me an idea like oh I guess people can do that and 
And then I ended up just posting up in Westlake for a while, and I played for like three or four hours. But, you know, and this is kind of unheard of. It doesn't happen all the time, but that particular half day or whatever of busking, I pulled in almost $200. Wow. And that was just one of those things where it clicked, where I ended up calling my folks like, immediately after it happened be like yo guys don't worry about it i'm good you know i'm gonna hang out here for a while and i basically did i got stuck down at pike place market turned that into my office kind of really got my feet in washington busking um and then moved on to coffee shops and then bars would take me which for a while there i had a regular gig at the fun house which is always funny because i was just this very foul-mouthed folk singer that also had songs about like weed and lesbians and stuff like that and so like so punk rock really took me in for a little bit i'd always be at the fun house and just opening up so it'd be really awkward because wearing like the exact same outfit i would because i've had this shirt for too long but like and um and yeah so then you'd watch me play and then all of a sudden it'd just be like three thrash punks band behind me and stuff like that. I just remember one time as I always like to mess with their sound guy, Cody, because the best. First time I ever met him, he comes up, he's doing the proper thing and stuff, whatever. And he's just like, all right, so uh, so yeah, you're, you're the first act, man, right? So, so what do you need? What do you need? And I'm like, okay, so I need, I need a microphone and plug guitar. I've got cord, just need... Let me know a plug. I also have a 14-piece marimba band showing up. <laughs> they all need to be individually mic'd, vocals and instrument. Um, so, you know, I, it's kind of a small stage, and he is looking and getting bug-eyed. And then it's just like I look at him and I'm like, well, you've been, you have been serious, man? No, just I, it, vocals and guitar and just, you know, you're, you, do, you do sound for a punk club. Just turn it all the way up. Till it feeds back. That's what you do anyway. And he just like looked at me almost hurt, but he's like, ah, fair. But, um, so, but yeah. And then that delved into, uh, and then I started working the burlesque circuit for a while, mainly because it was more of like a risque comedy show that I was doing, I guess. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the wife. Well, the girlfriend at the time, then wife, then ex-wife, did not enjoy my time as uh, working the burlesque circuit, but I did. Um. Well, Zach, let's, let's get into another song here. Um, I think the next one you said that you were going to play was Do Yourself a Favor. Is that... Oh, uh, that's right. Uh, okay. This one's also on Toothaches and Heartbreaks. It's the album I'm pushing most. Um, and, you know, I was thinking, like, if you, there's a theme to, to it. It's not just a clever name. Um, you know, it's like painful things, toothaches really suck and so does heartache. And so there's not really like positive songs on this album. I mean, they're all positive because music's a positive thing and beautiful and can heal so much. But at the same time, if you like listen to the words, basically just like a loser who always gets dumped. So none of this is true, but it could be. And that's what's important. So, uh, shameless plug number 47, www.zachmashow.com. If you like any of these songs that you hear that I play, except the covers that they recorded earlier, but that's, oh, I'm getting too into it. So, this song's called Do Yourself a Favor. So, do yourself a favor and enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> 
yourself a favor Save us both some time But don't you think that when you go You won't be on my mind And I still love you tomorrow And always be our friend The woman before we get things started I think that it should end I'm the guy falls head over heels and moves on down the line Do me a favor when you go and close the door behind Do me a favor when you leave and close the door behind I got me some bad habits What's 80 bucks between friends Well I've seen heaven and I've seen hell And I still live a life of sin So don't give me that look dear I done made up my mind I think I do the best I can I might just end up fine so scared of my shadow Even though that seems too bright Do me a favor When you go and close the door behind Do me a favor When you leave and close the door behind I ain't quite true one hell of a ride And if you choose to be that queen Then sit down by my side queen lives with a burden She has to deal with this cane And maybe put you through some hell But I'm sure your heart will sing Cause I'm the guy falls head over until I go love blind Do me a favor when you go and close the door behind Cause I'm the guy falls head over heels Until I go love blind Do me a favor when you go and close the door behind Do me a favor when you leave I be by your side Okay, that's Zach Michaud, and we're here. Uh, that was Do Yourself a Favor, if you didn't catch that in the song. <laughs> that, that, that song was dedicated <laughs> to Jake the Snake Roberts, oh, okay. just because. There you go. All right, just because. I like that. Uh, I'm a big fan of his. Uh, yeah. Look where he's at now. He's um, doing well. Yeah, he's doing great. I uh, just want to say again, we're here at Skagit River Produce. Everywhere we turn, other than KMRE Radio, uh, which is uh, farther away, everywhere we turn, it just, you know, just like my back porch just didn't work out. But uh, this is an amazing spot right here. Um, Beautiful day, too. I wanted to kind of bring up the, the Rainy Day Devils. Uh, what is that? When did you get started with that? And how did that all come, kind of come to be? Okay, so that was basically 2012. Uh, beginning uh, end of 2011 and nine, nine months of 2012, 
um, I ended up doing a big cross country tour um, where I ended up like a solo. A solo. Uh, it was actually with Zach Michaud and the Washington Boys. It was me and four fellers. Uh, other than no one else really played instruments. My buddy Matt could chug through like maybe five, six chords, but uh, <laughs> they kind of just got in a lot of free gigs and stuff. Um, but so, um, yeah, we had gone on tour. Uh, I had just booked some shows down in Texas. And then we ended up just never really coming back for a while. Ended up on the road for like nine months. Uh, it was 44 states. Got back. And when I got back, didn't have a house or anything like that. Didn't really keep up on the rent or anything. Um, so ended up staying at my buddy Bryce's house. He played drums. And so we started jamming. And then this guy, Matt Hunt, who was the original bass player for the Rainy Day Devils, because it's kind of like Spinal Tap. They always like explode or quit the band, you know, whatever. But Or they get fired. Uh, there was a point where every member was getting fired at least twice a day. I'm pretty temperamental. In fact, I'm kind of going to fire one when I get home. Um, just not, now that I'm thinking about it. I mean, we're currently on hiatus. We're all doing our own thing right now. So, but um, And then Rainy Devils, Day Devils. That was 2000, yeah, 2014. Or 2000, no, 2013. Uh, Halloween time, because I got back late September. It was October. We started jamming. Our first gig was going to be a Halloween party that we were just having at our house. Um, well, which, I thought you didn't have a house. Well, no, I'm just I, kidding. I was staying with Bryce, and well, it was, it was his house. I'm trying to follow him. Uh, I turned yeah. it on. To, I turned it into the couch thing. The guy, I'm the, I'm an awesome guy on the couch. In case I'm coming That's to what I heard town about you. soon. <laughs> um, That's what she said, right? I mean. Or he. It's 2020. Um, I just want someone to love me. Um, there's some cool geese over there. I'm hoping it's geese, and I'm not just like... It's probably just grass. Anyway, um, so Rainy Day Devils, it was... We kind of just got together to just do the damn thing, and uh, yeah, it, we got the name. We were coming up with all sorts of dumb names and couldn't come up with anything really, really that spectacular, and... Um, it was the weekend before Halloween, which is when usually all the Halloween gigs happen down in Seattle and stuff. Um, and I had played the show where I did the whole Satan thing, but I was the corporate devil. I wore a suit and tie and then I just, <laughs> but I really go all out with like my face paint and just like good authentic horns, nothing over ridiculous. Unless, <laughs> unless you're going Tim Curry legend, do not do big horns for Lucifer. Doesn't work. Um, but so I had done this show. And I slept at this chickadee's house, and it was a long night after the bar, because that was when I used to drink, and I used to drink well. Um, not well, well, also out of the well. But, like, <laughs> I, that, I was good at it. Really good, like Olympic sport. Anyway, so the next morning after this gig, it was hell. Just, like, absolute horrid hangover and i'm stumbling my way back downtown to get down to pike place market so i can do some busking so i can wait and catch this bus and then go meet the boys at band practice the horns were still glued to my head at this time and i had leaned down to sit on this bench at like the uh, convention center area went to the little ghetto market underneath it got myself a power aid Sat down on this bench, was thought I was going to die, and so I open up this Powerade, and I sit there, chug about half of it. Could have been a purple one. I think it was probably a purple one. I was one. wondering. Yeah, I was going to ask. Um, 
And then, you know, closed it and kind of just like looked up in the reflection and I saw myself as the devil. And it's October in Seattle. So, of course, it was like gray out and it had been raining. And, and then all, but it was great because this Powerade just had hit me. So I was just like, oh, I'm not going to die. Electrolytes are great, even though that's Gatorade, but it's both salt. So let's just call it what it is. Um, but then that came with the name Rainy Day Devils. I took that back to the boys. We discussed it. And then I was like, I write all the songs. So, no, never mind. Um, I'll call the band. You know, at that point, I did a takeover of power because um, I have a huge ego, which and is mainly why I think I work alone a lot. It's just because people don't like me, maybe, because I could be an ass. But, like, I'm willing to accept that because yeah. it's okay. Um, because my mom thinks I'm cool, so I don't <laughs> My kid thinks I'm cool. No, she doesn't. She's, like, hitting that age where she just wants to do, like, the exact opposite. If I say I like something, it's mm-hmm. like, she'll just be like, yeah, well, that's stupid. Yeah. Even if it's just like, I like Corvettes. Yeah, Corvettes are stupid. It's like, well, maybe the 90s ones, but, like, <laughs> and even then, I'll take one of those over, like, a Kia, Oh, that just reminds me of used car salesman. <laughs> Let me get you in this fancy Kia today. Uh, so what, what about, so you said you guys are kind of on your own then now. So uh, is that so because of our current situation with COVID? Or? No, uh, we had, we've probably been on hiatus, not really doing too much for about a year now. Because, um, like I said, the formations change a few times. Uh, at one point. One of my favorite points of Rainy Day Devils was we didn't even have a bass player, and it was drums, vibraphone, and guitar. So to have no low end, because we had, like, two melodic instruments and then just drums. But, like, I just remember the there's this awesome gig at Tim's Tavern we had where I forget the band's name, but one was, like, a J-pop band, and they were fantastic. I wish I could remember. The Ichi Beachy Band, that's it. Okay, they were fantastic, but there was this one group where the guys, they were great. They are all real nice, but the one guy just kept being like, yeah, yeah, bro, we come to gigs, and we're usually the WTF band, and he didn't say that because that would be lame, but, you know, but he's like, yeah, we're usually the WTF band of the night and blah, 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 and so we're just like, oh, that's cool. You, know, you should check us out. We're going on right now. Yeah. So we went on. <laughs> we did our thing as this three-piece with a vibraphone, guitar, and drums, and we get off stage, and the dude was like, what the? And just like, it was funny being like, ha you're usually that band. Um, but that was always fun. But then we finally, it turned into a four-piece for a while, and then it's three-piece. But basically, it's because Rainy Day Devils has just kind of turned into more of, a, of, an, of an idea, of a concept, really. There's no true form, formation of band members or anything. Like, I mean, everybody's a Rainy Day Devil sometimes. It's a way of life. (laughs) This is something that I'm doing. uh, It's available on my YouTube, youtube youtube.com backslash Zach Michaud Music. It might work. I don't know. But you can go to www.zachmichaud.com and click on any of the links on that page, and it will take you to the appropriate stuff, except for the Twitter that I can't sign back into because I don't remember (laughs) anything for the life of me, and I'm bad with technology and scared of people. So, that's a lot to take on right now. This song's called Swingin'. And, uh... Yeah.
washing the dishes, the pots and the pans for your man. I put them at ease and help them through the night to sleep time. When life gives you lemons, martinis are nice. So keep on swinging, mama. Yeah, you got lots of smiles. You spice up my dinners, you spice up my nights. Keep on bright But the way you've been acting, babe, I know it ain't right But don't lose sight When life throws your punches I sit and take the blows Just keep on swinging, mama, with your rock and roll Swinging mama with your rock and roll And whatever happened to reality beats me The real world's just a show on MTV With nothing to see You work for a living Just a living for just keep on swinging, mama It sure as hell beats crying You cry out my name, girl When you're in need of a deed Even if it's as simple as pack a bowl of weed No stems, no seeds I may be some stoner but I carry my own So keep on swinging, mama It sure beats dancing alone Just keep on swinging, mama awesome thank you so what about the future oh future i'm gonna keep chugging along with um you know just gonna keep chugging along and doing it till people tell me to stop or pay me to stop that's a new option <laughs> uh so paypal.me backslash zach michelle music <laughs> send me 25 if i could get 2,000 people to send me 25 dollars, i'll stop <laughs> and that's each don't be a cheapskate um <laughs> Let's 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 solidify my future. Um, no, I'm just gonna be working on the thing. Uh, nothing's ever gonna stop me. It's kind of my retirement plan, um, you know. Since I don't really ever have one set up, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna work till I die. And so the last like probably 20 years will be like trying to play music doing it. Um, Zach, can you tell me what is the difference between um, a Zach Michaud song and a Rainy Day Devil song? Are they one and the same? Or do you guys have your own songs with that band? You know, even though you said it's kind of just a way of life or whatever. But. Oh, um, no, it's it's a different set. It's a little more Rainy Day Devils. It's just more the rock and roll side of things. 
Um, you can check them out, uh, ReverbNation.com backslash Rainy Day Devils. Uh, and that's where you can find their songs. And uh, it's just, it's a little bit, that one is just, it's more driven for, it's it's like more just a rock sound. Uh, wasn't wasn't expecting to talk about them because, because uh, yeah, I I don't like them very well, much. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding, just kidding. It's great, man. I wrote the them. song, so I hopefully should like them. There's a couple written by like Joseph Bill has one called or lack thereof. That's a like doom metal sounding thing, and uh, it, the Rainy Day Devils was was a fun experiment for me because that's like my throw something at the wall band like hey we want to make a funk tune that also has this swedish black metal feel to it it's like hey let's try it cool and then it ends up sounding just like a zz top song and it's like we really missed that one and um you know well, or at least just through it to get yeah. the wall you know hey. yeah but um but so that was just more and to where it's like the theme of the band was stupid that was our theme they asked what's your theme it's like stupid no but what's the theme it's like, no, that's that's the whole thing. It's not, you don't come at it with intelligence. It's like if you were going into watching every season of the Squidbillies looking for Shakespearean theater, that would be like rain, Rainy Day Devils. Right on. Well, uh, we're going to, yeah, if you could real quick. I yes. know you've been doing it throughout the whole episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we always like to finish just real quick with, uh, you know, where people can find you. Oh, Okay. This is so, the end of the show. So. so I don't usually give out my address, but if you really want to come over, you still can't because we should be socially distancing and wash your hands and, and wipe your face. Well, don't. No, don't touch your face. That's, that's right. Don't touch your face. Wash your hands. Touch your face. Um, no, you can find me at www.zachmichaud.com. That's where you can download music. Uh, find out where I'm going to be next as far as concerts when they allow us to have them again. Unless I start traveling to states that allow us to have them again because I've been thinking about doing that just because I'm kind of going a little stir crazy. Uh, you can also find me facebook.com backslash I saw Zach, which you've seen me. So actually you haven't. This is a podcast thing. So, <laughs> But you won't be lying because if you see a picture or something, you're like, hey, i seen him. <laughs> um, so... And uh, let's see. Also on Twitter, but I don't like I said I don't I don't tweet. Well, you probably find it all on the website. Uh, www.zachmichaud.com. Uh, also on Spotify, give a listen. Uh, you know, it only takes like a thousand view, a thousand listens to make like four cents. So hey, help me out. Uh, Thanks again to Skagit River Produce. I uh, appreciate you letting us come out here and record. Thanks for listening to our Pacific Northwest music. Hope you enjoyed it. Check us out next week. Thanks so much to our friends Jack Mattingly and the Whiskey Fever. That was the track you heard at the start. And here it is again. Wouldn't want to miss this off the album Oceans of Trouble. Go check it out. They're from Cedro Wood.